Welcome back to, and this doesn't have a number, this is a very special Folk in Scotland. This is the quarantine version. Yeah, well, well, I'm in quarantine, you're not yet, but it will happen. Am I on the Mary Celeste? Probably. Or you had something to do with it. I could see that happening, Jesus. Well, I've, been gnawing, I've been gnawing at hemp rope and drinking my own urine, but that's just a... That's, a that's just for fun. <laughs> that's just for fun. We're talking earlier like a well-greased... Well, do you, the, the, I think there's army boots, a particular kind of army boot that's made from a leather you can eat in an emergency. And I'm like, that's not a lot eating in that. We, we had a cub leader when I was in the cub, the cub mm-hmm. movement. I call it a movement. It's a force, isn't it? It's a cult. They, yeah, it's a cult. It's cultish. But our leader told us, he, he, he said that he, you could eat, you know the, the black paint you put in your face in commando exercises? Yes. He says, look, you can eat this stuff. And then to prove a point, he started eating it. And he, he, was, he was violently ill. <laughs> <laughs> he told us, Jesus. he said, uh, right, guys, get the, get the troop together. Attention. And he said, um, hey, we've just had news. The Queen is coming to our hometown. Oh, know? right. And we're like, wow. She's coming. <laughs> we are going to be her Praetorian guard. We're going to protect the Queen. So we'll be marching side by side with the Queen. Okay. She says, the thing is, there may well be IRA snipers. <laughs> so what we're going to do is, uh, we're going to practice tonight how to stop a bullet using your body. <laughs> so he had us be crash mats leaping in front of projectiles. Oh, Jesus, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. How old were you? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Oh, that's... A g- <laughs> he also took us out canoeing. Sea, yeah. Sea kayaking, right? Okay. <laughs> you know when you learn these things, you're supposed to be in a swimming pool and you learn how to can cope the, 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 the kayaks. Yeah. Climbing. Yeah. You know, he, he, de- he decided to do that at sea. And none of us had a survival. Gear. Oh, my. So we were up. I think this seems a bit, un- this seems a bit unsafe, I'm thinking. And then uh, about a mile out, a wave hit me and almost drowned. <laughs> oh my god. That's the way it used to be in the 80s. No, no. I went on a two week cub camp, a jamboree thing. Uh-huh. And on the first day, I fell out of a tree and broke my arm. But they thought I just sprained it. I was there for two weeks. Oh. And when I came back, uh, my mum and dad think, well, that arm doesn't look very good. Took me to the hospital, and the doctor says, that's quite badly broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, my mum and dad, I continued in the Cubs. My mum and dad never sued. There was nothing really said. Imagine now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That was just expected then. I never joined anything like that, but all my friends were in the Scouts and they were going on a trip. F- uh, and it was a walk from Braemar to Glendall, and it was over three days. Oh, no, yeah. And I wanted to. That's yeah. it. And it's a couple of host- hostel to hostel sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. wanted to do this. So I joined the Scouts for once. And. <laughs> a, and. A taster, a taster session. And all I needed to do was go along to. Uh, it was halfway to Perth, and there's a big cliff there. And we'd all go abseiling. Do you know, you, you got your abseiling gear, you had to put it on yourself, there was no one checking you, and then the guy sort of, he was at the top going, right, on you go, just don't let go of the rope and you won't die, and 
you know, and you had to figure out yourself, but we had a safety line. And the safety line was tied around your waist and knotted. And do you know who was holding it? The other scouts at the top were lowering you down. So if everything went wrong, yep. And that was about 100 foot. And that, that was my first experience with the scouts and last. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? I'm not making this, but my scout leaders were not pedophiles. I'm not saying that. <laughs> right. But the problem there were there were adult men uh-huh. like the company of children. Adult men who like to impress non related young children. You know what I mean? Yes. So I, with, uh, yes. Other, with other adults they were kinda like the butt of many a joke, like they were naff. But they could pretend to be important to children. So it's slightly I'm not it's not a pedophile thing quite benign but sad nonetheless i i know exactly what you mean this this guy who was the scout leader now when i went i thought the scouts were catholic because this guy was catholic and he made us pray and do a sort of mass oh my god yeah but the praying check this it wasn't just like i'm not sure how you pray you put your hands together or something he had this kneeling like buddhists and putting our head on the ground while we prayed isn't that strange it's not normal. It's not normal at all. Well, there was in my in my hometown there were two cub groups, mm-hmm. and one was the Catholic group and one was the Protestant. Group. Oh, they'll be fighting. My hometown only has like less than five thousand people. In. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's a look, we read it, read it. There was a Catholic school in my hometown, and they, then they all got put together when you went to the high school mm-hmm. the grammar. You know what I mean? But. Uh, it was just a weird. Why separate kids in this tiny little? It's very strange. It's, it's it's madness. It's it's real madness. There's a Catholic school not far from me, and all my friends went to it. They all went to right. St John's, right? Mm-hmm. And there was an incident happened years ago, and it oh, and gosh. it and it was in the newspapers that the Holy Shroud of Turin wasn't real, and yeah. the guy who used to run it was called Brother Bede. And Brother Bede ran into every class, shouting, he ain't heavy, he's my brother, slamming the door and going to the next one. He had such a meltdown over it. He used to make uh, kids do press-ups. A lot. Yeah. was obviously fake. Yeah, I mean... Well, we we had a rather... uh, Yeah, the only time I actually wanted to be Catholic. Uh Uh-huh. The Catholic school got a day off because the Pope was in the country. Oh, that would be good, getting a day and off. I was like, fucking hell. We were all sitting in our classes and we we're looking out and there's a Catholic bairns came strutting past. <laughs> but they, they, we, had a, we had a Johnny, and I forget the guy's name, but he, he had a motorbike done up like a, the, the desert campaign. Right, okay. And so he had the kind of, the saddlebags all in like, kind of camo, not camouflage, kind of the sand coloured stuff. Got you. Go about. And uh, we, there was a bit, at our school, you'd, you'd walk a good bit out, and there was a wee area, a wee, under, behind a wee knoll, people would sit and have a fag and that, get out of the way. Got you. And uh, we were all brought up to the, 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 uh, the headmaster, and he says, there's been, a, there's been an allegation made, guys, and he takes out this manila envelope, and inside it are these large prints of photographs of us all smoking. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It turns out that the Johnny had got in full camouflage and crawled two miles in his belly <laughs> with a zoom lens and photographed us all. 
But in his, he had oh my boiler. god! He was, there was a boiler in the basement of the school. Right and down there, he had his his weight bench. Oh, this is down there. yeah. This is a yeah. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, this is not He's good. The kind of guy that wants to join the army but never gets to join the army. Have you heard of that expression, stolen valor? Yes. Dr- yeah. They dress up and they have medals, and it's just all wacky. It's you know, I, you know there's a guy on YouTube. And he's an ex-Navy uh, SEAL, a real badass sort of old guy. And he exposes all these people. And some of them are yeah. senators. Some of them are really... Yeah. It's so insane how people are saying, yep, yeah. I was in Iraq doing this and that. And it's yeah. just made up. Yeah. There's people that have got... I mean, you see some poor guy that's got some learning difficulties and he's, he kind of really worships that. Man. Well, that's... No one cares. That yeah, that's... No one... Uh, yeah. But then there's people who, yeah, for their own purposes. But you can't cheat stuff like that now. It's... Like yeah. My granddad in my hometown was a big kind of textile mill. And the big boss of that... Kind of, they were the wealthiest family in the town. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of kissed their arse because y- your employment relied upon... Kind of kissing their arse. Okay. They had the, yeah. They had the power to kind of destroy you, really. Right. Like, they were like Monty, like Monty Burns. <laughs> yeah. And he, ev- my granddad hated all the kind of military stuff in going and marching. He never collected his own medals. He wasn't interested in it. Right. But okay. This guy, this fella would show up and march about. Kind of major. He's a major up in the army. So at the, in the remembrance day, he would be going about and all this bullshit. And my granddad said, all he did during the Second World War was hand big bats and balls. <laughs> you know, he did nothing. He was under fair once. He never left the fucking UK. Oh, God. I hate all that shit. I just, it's... I am a big believer in, I don't believe in, some could say this is lazy, uh-huh. I don't believe in pointless activity. Okay. You know what I mean? Everything I do, I like to think there's a purpose for it. The problem I would have with the army is they'd be saying to you, right, we need you to run up and down that hill ten times. You know what I mean? We need you to polish those shoes. I, I see what's gone wrong there, though. The running up and down the hill ten times, that's called exercise. Is that exercise? This is where I mean, you've, it's, yeah. It's not a good example. <laughs> they'll have people who want you to clean the toilet with a toothbrush. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's an example. That's not a and good I thing. The army kind of is fueled by pointlessness, activity for no particular reason. You see, here's... I don't play golf. I totally... No, oh, now, you lost me with the army, but you pulled me back with the golf. You pulled me back with the golf. Ridiculous. Them with their golf walking. rackets. I hate love it. Walking. Love walking in the country. Of course. Walking over a golf course. Oh, oh it's horrible. I believe yeah, yeah. golf courses have done more damage to the environment uh, and square footage in Europe than right. anything else. Isn't that crazy? Well, got, yeah, but they've got uh, yeah, they're, they're manicured lawns. Yeah. Uh, you can go and play golf in like Saudi Arabia. There's these golf. Uh, golf. Uh, That's right. Like, I was flying out of um, Qatar in mm-hmm. Doha, and it's the fucking desert, dude. It's yeah. the desert. And like dunes, proper oh god, you fly out five yeah. minutes, and there's just yeah. roads that go out to these yeah. little uh, compounds, and it's just it's amazing. Uh-huh. And there's golf courses, beautiful yes. green. Right. It's like spray painted green, beautiful green. The golf courses everywhere. It's that's such a madness. strange thing. That's, that's a madness. Yeah. It's like in Dubai, you can ski on snow. 
and I've got indoor, indoor ski setups. Oh, it's just. Uh, I hate things that are in places that don't need to be. I have a personal hatred of in Edinburgh. I love Edinburgh. Love uh-huh. about. Yes. But Edinburgh wants to be the one-stop Scottish destination. Okay. So if you're on the Royal Mile, you can go to the Loch Ness Visitor Experience. <laughs> I go didn't know that. Go to Loch Ness. Yeah. Oh, mean? it's great. I find I've seen in Las Vegas they've got the kind of sphinxes and all that kind of shit. Yes. Yeah. And I I, I, I get that. In, there's a city near a, the small. It's a small city called Elgin. Near where I grew okay. Up. And they had a, they had a nightclub called Downtown USA. And you walked <laughs> in and it was like a New York street. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what if I walked into that I'd feel so depressed I wouldn't feel like yeah. I've been carried away I'd feel sad well it didn't feel very American because all the all the locals are all speaking the Doric that's like going to Aberdeen and going to uh, Cadona's and oh, it's okay. all there's there's the oh, stars oh, and stripes oh, are everywhere and it's just oh, oh. I've heard Kedona's are a bit of a, ju- bit of a dubious family. There's a lot. <laughs> yes. A lot, there's a lot of stuff going on there. The social services are quite heavily involved with Kedona's. It's like in our bro pleasure land. Oh yeah, the greatest thing I ever yeah. saw. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, oh. oh no, it's it says pleasure, but they they've they've hijacked that word and it means something else. But. They they spent money on it in 1975 and nothing's changed. It's no, incredible. Crazy. Yeah. You you never visited. You remember there was that Fairy Book Glen? Did you ever go there? No, I've never been there as I'm an adult. Well, no, but it's <laughs> since we were young people. All oh, right, okay if then. Oh wait, young people. I would say teenagers. Teenagers. Yeah. No, I think it's been around for about 34 years or something. Is it? Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. But, uh, it's a guy kind of had a, an epiphany, like a vision. Right. Started, I think the first thing he made was like a, 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 what's the egg that fell off the wall? Humpty Dumpty. He made Humpty Dumpty out of a really noxious a, a fiberglass. <laughs> and it's all these, that's what it is. Oh, it's goodness. horribly homemade crap. Is it really you bad? Oh. Have you ever been to the Dancing Waters? No. What's, I've never heard of this. It's a, it's, they've got like a fountain skin and the water's all controlled and then there's like lasers and lights and smoke. Oh, and I've heard of this, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never been, but I've heard say that, well, a lot of older folk go to it. So the sound of the running water, everybody's just running the toilet every few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. When I went to this year, it was the, the kind of forest walk. Right. Is it Dunkeld? Yes, yeah. That, that, uh, it's all lit up hey, no, in that. No, no, Pitlock, no. Okay. That, uh, you know me, I'm very cynical of stuff. Mm-hmm. Was no. Experience. Was it? It was fucking brilliant, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. I was like, can you go with something in nine out of ten times? It's shit, yes. This one, I had low expectations, and it was wonderful. See, the it problem I have... Because there was people there. Yeah, but, well, know. see, here's the problem I have. If I went to something like that, now please don't take this the wrong way, but if you're there going, fucking look at that, that's not as pish as I thought. Look at that shite over there. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids crying. Oh, they were telling, 
but the, the only bad bit they had a, they had like a, a little bonfire going with like you know the little rustic seats made out of logs. Yes. And I was sitting down there eating my hot dog, which was a nice hot dog, <laughs> and a glass of beer, and there was a story, a professional storyteller. No. Oh God. I, I could feel my skin, my my skin retracted, so there was just skin in the top of my head. And I got such a shock at her voice. She was like, like a resting actor. Yeah. Oh. Listen, oh, I actually know someone like old. that. The kids were embarrassed for her. Oh, there's. You there, know someone who's a professional. I know someone who's a professional storyteller, folk oh. singer, and actress, and she's an insufferable cunt bag. Oh, I told that to her face. It's not a problem. I'm not speaking out of turn here. I've told her. She knows. She yeah. Knows, yeah. And yeah, oh she God. now here's the thing, right? She's not originally from Dundee, but she's one of these people who've adopted Dundee. And, but the, oh, yeah. they speak like, oh, the Dundee twang, it's quite extraordinary. <laughs> and, you know, it's this is the way she speaks. And she says, growing yeah. up in a village and then coming to a town like this, it's just an, an absolute oasis of magical art. And you're like, you're a cunt. And then she'll go on about the women of the washi, you know, and oh. she is horrible. She is horrible. The local, they love all that sort of thing. And I said, listen, if you were from here, none of this has a great vibe around it. We're trying to move on from that. This was poverty, and there's still poverty, and we're trying to move on from that. Oh, you say poverty, I say a magical uh, uh, repository of history. And I went, oh, you're you're taking the level of cunt to new levels here. Yeah. That's teaching, that's teaching people like, Stumbled upon like an Ecuadorian tribe. Yeah. yeah, we're we're not your entertainment, yeah. bitch. Like, fuck all that. Just you see these poor old whiteies who are all blethering on the front step, and they've been worked to death. Yes, the, the, the husband's been relying on the withdrawal method. The, the work has just <laughs> had twelve bairns. They've been worked to death. They're in their thirties, and they're fucking. There is nothing. Nostalgia before nostalgia is for imbeciles. Oh, 100%. Listen, do you want to? This girl, she she got a few friends together. This is not an exaggeration. She brought them to Lochie and they says, We even got the bus. We came to Lochie and we just listened and and we just absorbed the culture. I, I went, what do you mean, Lochie? She says, Oh, oh, and she said where she was. I went, That's where I live. And she went, she says, the people there, the people... Did you, did, you did you have a guy in like a safari suit taking them about? Honestly, and she says, we all oh. stuck together because we were a bit outward depth, but it was just amazing. They came here oh, for a safari. Oh my God, there was a, there was a guy called Chappie, he was a Canadian guy, he's a friend of a guy I used to work with, and he, his family were from the Lockie area. At yeah. That point. So he was keen to go up, and I said, we'll go for a pint, you know what I mean? But I'll go anywhere, and, and, and we went to a place called The Last Tram. Oh, fuck. We wandered <laughs> in, and we're having a pint, and we're being, and just, we being cuntish, we were being nice to the staff, and we yeah. a pint and a blether, uh-huh. and there was a group of guys sat quite close to us, and they were giving us the stairs, okay? and I went for a piss, and he followed me to the toilet, this one guy, and he was trying to kind of say something or other, I was just ignoring him, and then they came across, we'd been there for about half an hour, and he came across and he was like that, if you fuckers don't leave, we'll just stab you to death. 
and he, the, the Canadian guy just thought they were kind of joking. Yeah. And he thought it was local, being like you say, a local colour. Yeah. Said, we are really going to have to go now, can we? We weren't wanting to like panic and flee at speed. That's it. It was a controlled withdrawal. Yeah, you know? you've got to do it like that. That's the way they are here. They're, you know, yeah. you're you're not welcome. See, there's a funny thing about Dundee sometimes where, oh, saying that, there's never any, I've never seen a fight in a pub for a long time. But the uh, Glaswegians, you can go to a kind of rough pub. Yeah. And they're so proud of their, like, Glasgow reputation. Uh huh. Yeah. They're, they're not really. They're, can we mean? They're not threatening in the sense. Yeah. They're not no. threatening. They're just. They've got. They're pumped. They, they, they take pride for Glasgow's tough guy reputation. Mm -hmm. Whereas a piece of shit in Dundee doesn't have that kind of. Oh, Dundee. Dundee half man. You know yeah. They, they've all. They're always yeah, out to prove it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Lockie through and through, and yeah. it's just. Lockie, yeah. They've tried to really. They've thrown some cash at it lately. Oh, it's not worked. There's 12 hairdressers. Aye, that's a lot. Of... <laughs> I once went, the one time I went for a haircut, a, when I first came to Dundee, I went for a haircut, was that there's a barber up from the, the train station, the, yeah. sorry, the bus station. Yeah, okay. And I was not really paying attention. It was the first haircut I think I'd paid for, because my mum's a hairdresser. Oh, right, okay. So I had to pay for this haircut. No, I paid for a haircut when I was in Glasgow as a student, but this was the first paid haircut Dundee. And I hadn't been paying attention. When I looked up, he'd given me one of those Dundee haircuts, you know, with the fringe, with the gel on it. <gasps> and I was like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? So I had to go home and get the clippers and just clip it right down the wood. Oh. But there was one period of time I had my hair dyed blonde, like Gaza. Oh, no, what? Can you imagine? No, I can't. You know what? I kind of can. But peroxide blonde, like white blonde. I thought I was looking a bit like Rudger Hauer in Blade Runner. Oh no. But I didn't look like Rudger Hauer in Blade Runner. No. You know when your mind thinks you should never copy a style of me, you know? Yeah. Well, the last time I had an official haircut, uh, I used to go to, uh, in the bottom of Lockheed, uh, beside Frankie Davies, there's a hairdresser. Oh, yeah. And on one side, oh. it used to be a barber's, on the other side, it used to be um, uh, a hairdresser. So men and women were separated. Well, they be. Ah, they should be. And the guy that I used to go to was this lovely, uh, uh, quite flamboyant chap who oh. used to go to the karate I used to go to. And he'd go it, and he'd come and he'd go, Derek. Oh, it's lovely to see you. And then he he would guide me so correctly. He would say, "Listen, all your friends are getting this haircut," and it was kind of like a mullet at the time before they were called mullets. He says, "He says, don't do it. You'll regret it." He says, "What I'm going to do is style it for you." And that's when I used to get long hair, and it was all cool. And ah, oh, you made me look so good. So I don't have a picture from my youth where I go, "Oh my God, that's terrible." Oh. I kind of look really good. Dodged prison. There'd be guys leaving the prison at the end of their spell with a wee, a wee, a wee cut of your hair in their back pockets. Oh, it would have been terrible. Yeah, and yeah, then what happened? We love talking. Oh, it always goes to to prison problems with you, doesn't it? it, it does, and this it chap, my hairdresser, left for New York and to be a hairdresser there, the bloody stars, oh. didn't he? And he done really well. And I've never had a haircut since nineteen eighty nine. Well, there's guys obsessively. I know people who go for a haircut like once a week. Oh, God. I just let it grow after that. Oh, Christ. It grew down to my waist. Oh, oh. And then one day, 
I was standing cooking and the side of it set on fire. So I had to cut it probably my mid back, my brass strap, about that length. And it never grew further again. It like had a memory, a trauma. It never went further. I I wish when I had a nice header here that I tried out a few more styles. Yes, it's sensible to do that. Because it's not happening now, is it? No, no, no. I've got got essentially a Brazilian when it grows in. Mummy likes to call my head a monkey's arse. It has that look. What, the, the front? Oh, the back. The reverse card fell. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good thing. Now, we've got to a point in the conversation where we haven't right. addressed what's happening in the world at the moment. Right. As, as was as at the start, we said that I'm in quarantine. It looks like you're yeah. going to be heading for it very soon. Um. Yes. And because of this, it's essentially the apocalypse, I feel. This is it's a social Omega death. Man. Yes. It's definitely a social death. Yes. And... Pubs. Oh, no, you're, you're in trouble then. I'm not going to be bad enough. I don't, I, I'm basically saying 2020s, that's out of the diary. It's done, no yeah. Social, that's it done. Yeah. It's getting yeah. through it this year, essentially. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, a lot of listeners uh, already know what my day job is. I uh, make costumes for right. films and cosplayers and theatre and that and one of the it's big sex stuff. A lot of it's sex stuff not really but you keep saying that you keep insisting well, I, it any, any of your pieces I've got I'm using them primarily for sex reasons two reasons you've never got any of my pieces so that means you've been touching them when I've not been looking you let oh. me have a quick pee <laughs> uh, oh my god I had it right next to the skin oh Jesus oh well that's that going so one of the parts of the, the, the job is making apocalypse wear. Armour, s- straps, helmets, masks, and make it all. So I always thought I was ready for this moment. I was ready for the end of the world. Because at least, I mean, I'm not a fighter. No. And I probably wouldn't survive long against marauders. But I know I would look fabulous. You, you would just strut out into the wasteland. And in oh, five minutes you were alive. Look great. Yep. You'd look good as you were turning on the spit. <laughs> yes! You, know, you, know, you, know, you know when you buy one of those hams and it's tied up with a string? That's me. So you, your harness would look... It would give you a ham look. Uh, I'd, oh, I'd look you, great. And my fishnets. Like nice, you're not a nice plump ham. You're like a... You're like a, a Spanish half ear dried ham. Do you know what I'm more like? You know those uh, dried chews you get for your dog? Yes. That's my look. It's this. I'm the same colour. Mm-hmm. I look like a freshly opened tin of corned beef. <laughs> you see, the thing is, <laughs> you've coloured that description, but it's also very accurate. <laughs> you know, I used to love, I used to work in a supermarket when I was at school, and you know the big catering tins of corned beef, they're triangular, not triangular, they're rectangular tins yeah and you'd a massive tin opener to open it so you'd open both ends and then you'd push it and there's nothing more satisfying uh-huh. than the delicious sound of an unsheathing corned beef a block of corned beef it's like a oh, oh it's wonderful wonder- it's wonderful yeah a lovely sound you know what I mean? there is a suction yeah there's just a release oh, oh god if you hear any background uh, sounds at the moment uh-huh. It's because 
during uh, at the start of a lockdown, they've decided to dig up my fucking road. What the fuck's that about? They're digging up the fucking road. I, it's they'll be, madness. They'll be cutting all the bloody, they'll be cut, cutting all the cables. That's what it is. It's it's insanity, insanity. Stay yeah. indoors, people. Wash your hands. God. Yeah, people, people have to. What I have noticed, there's been a couple incidents where people have been dickheads. Yes. There has been some dickheadishness, but there has been a lot of kind of helpfulness going on as well. Yeah. And as in my my social group, everybody's looking out for each other. I got can people. I got extra bog roll the other day. And uh-huh. I said to my pals, if you if anyone needs bog roll, the bog roll. If people need some hand sanitizer, wonderful. Can I mean? Yes, that's absolutely. What we need to do, and I'm quite positive about this. If nothing else comes out of this, I think people are getting. Do you not feel there has been a bit of complacency going into the world at the moment? Incredible amount. We're not self sufficient. We're not looking after our friends or neighbours. Yeah. There's a consumerism that's kicked in. Yeah. And where was that going to end? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I checked. The consumer... People just paying... Just heads heads in their laps, buying stuff online. It's 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 intoxicating. And I just... What, I, what was it I do think... Yeah, where's it going to go? I think society... I think they'll get on top of this, and I think yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll end well. fast. It will end fast, but things will change. Well, yeah. I think the so that's a problem. Yeah, people have a people people survive an accident. They go, "I'm going to change my life," and quite quickly you sh- you you go back into the same. Oh, I suppose that's true. I really hope people do just kind of look out for each other. I'm, I'm, my street, the we've got neighbours who are. Kind of a wee bit older, yeah. But they've got family. Uh-huh. He wishes there was an old granny on my street I could look after. Well, there was my mum's friends, as and, and they're on their own. I says, "Listen, give me a list. I'll go and do their shopping now and take it to them." Next thing I get told, you've got a cough. You're staying in. That's it. Yeah. Terrible. Because I'm lazy. But if there's somebody near, it would be silly traveling about too far in Dundee with stuff. Yeah, that's it. Spreading about. But if you had somebody nearby, you could look after them. But no, it's just. Of yeah, course, of course. Yeah. But it's, it's Thank fuck everybody's. It's so easy to communicate now. This you know I mean? is absolutely fantastic because the only information people would be able to 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 get is Aye. the news, and the news has been the terrible. News. They're building things up. Go and look at the. Uh, NHS website, all these things. Yeah. They're giving you good, straight information and yeah. that's what you have well, to go with. Well, you, the problem with news, rolling news media... Yeah, that's it. It's to say, mm-hmm. they just repeat, 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 repeat. And they've got to really watch it. They said, like, a, a woman and her child had died the other day. And that sounds dramatic, but then you hear that the woman was very elderly... Yeah, the child was like sixty. You know what I mean? It's the way it's said. This is it's disgusting. I absolutely agree. Who's made that fucking decision? See, that's a terrible. The flu I had. Now, this is not to minimise what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. But the flu I had uh, eight eight, nine years ago. What was the H one S one? Whatever it is, or is that the train? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I had that. Now, I understand why old people die. It was the most terrible experience. It was the most ill I've ever felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. One billion people got it. Uh-huh. 500,000 died, and it wasn't uh-huh. even in the press once. 
yeah. If they decided, that would have freaked everyone out, wouldn't it? If I wonder if this had happened maybe 10 years ago, what would the, how would they have handled it? Just, I sometimes think the traditional media, and I'm not one of these kind of big fake news, I don't believe in all, everyone's a fake conspiracy. No, not at all. I some, but I sometimes think that the traditional media feels so left behind by the modern way of communication, it has yeah. to try and shout louder to make itself relevant. I sometimes think that. Well, sometimes I watch the news and they go, yeah. uh, we've been reading tweets. No, don't read tweets. What's that to do I with the news? That's ridiculous. Yeah. They were interviewing. They were interviewing that fucking guy Tim Martin, who owns Weatherspoons the other day. Oh, uh, yeah. What are they interviewing him about? What does he know about the coronavirus? Can I mean? Yeah. Let's just have any. I've been. It's been good to see any time there's been a medical professional on the television. They've been as good medical professionals are. They're straight to the point. They don't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. They're kind of rational. They're clear. And just listen to them. But it's the fucking banana that's interviewing them next to the the couch. Yeah, ex- yeah, that's it. I saw uh, Gloria Honeyford the other day oh, on yeah. TV saying, well, I've been told to stay in for 12 weeks. I'm afraid that's just not my style. I'll give it a couple of weeks, and if everything looks okay, then I'll be out. And my sons are right. coming to visit me on Mother's Day, and I'm, am I going to say no? Of course they're coming here. And you're like, people that's are going to listen to her. Moron. That's moronic. Yep. That, that shit shouldn't that's be allowed. No, they shouldn't be allowed. They shouldn't be allowed. Because there's going to be an old deer listening to that, and, you know, oh, terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, but there is, there's a world at the fingertips. What I'm going to do is I'm going to watch all the shite first. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the stuff you'd end up watching at the end of the 12 weeks, and, oh, my God, it's this now. And we're down to this. Right. I'm going to watch that now. Oh, clever. good stuff is later on in the the cycle. Oh, my God, you've got a plan. Yeah, so I'm watching Lord of the Rings now. Get that under the, out of the way. All the shite. Terrible. Right. All the absolute garbage. Uh-huh. Then I think I'll, hit, I'll, I'll bang it. Sadly, just before this all kicked off, I watched Star Trek The Next Generation from first episode to last. Oh, you blew it. I blew it. Oh, my God. That would have been a great... You know what, though? I've not watched them. I've not watched them in yeah. 30 years. I'm going to start, start watching them now. Mate, start at the beginning. We've discussed this. They've all been remastered. It's wonderful. Even with the one where the two, the very pilot, where the two jellyfish hold hands in space. Yes, the jellyfish. Yes, okay. The jellyfish. There's one where Data has a kind of almost sexual relationship with a small child, <laughs> alien child who's kind of got an anus for a face. Oh. He tries to save her planet. It's oh, that's that that's a bit odd. Other than that, they're, 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 they're good solid stuff. Oh. I've not watched the original Star Trek for about 30 years. Okay. That's all been remastered. Uh, I've, I've seen that. Yep, I've seen the I remastered one. Into that. I'm not doing Deep Space Nine because that's a pile of shit. It's rubbish. Coronation Street in space. Yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. They're all going on about the. Oh, God almighty. Uh, I don't know. Voyager? I enjoyed Voyager. I, I th- as it got later on, the first couple of series I wasn't too keen on, but as the the later ones were actually quite good, I enjoyed them. Like it was Star Trek. Like you know, I like the guys that kind of, the Herogen. Herogen. The Herogen were the, the 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 aliens that just they were like aliens in suits. They were like kind of predators in suits. Are they the ones they that f- just ba- they battled? They yeah, just, they, they got you. For the hunt. Okay, got you. But Is that you your sort of thing? Oh, that's my kind of people. <laughs> I often feel a bit peculiar because, for example, Klingons. 
there, there are people of sheer battle. They, they need to they need to breathe in the blood of their enemies. They're, they're all about sweat and beheadings. Cleavage. And all that. And cleavage. How the fuck have they managed to get a space fleet? That's a good point. Who's, where's the Klingon scientist? Where's the Klingon physicist? I bet they get bullied terribly. But they, yeah, but they will, they'd all be killed. Yeah, the that's true. The Klingons, it's a physically strong that survive. Wait, this is this is you picking things apart. Like you said that Ewoks should have long legs. Ewoks should look like a fucking gibbon. <laughs> but but they wouldn't they be would as cute. Have tiny little bloody arms and legs. I went to Edinburgh Don't Zoo, <laughs> and I saw a gibbon, and they are spectacular uh, animals. A, if you see a golden gibbon, it's just one of the most incri- incredible. Incredible. You know that gibbons, they've all, they've all got broken bones, because they fall, they do fall. Do they? It's, really? Yeah, young young gibbons, the mortality rate is incredible. Oh, that's if incredible. You a, if you see a gibbon going through the canopy, it's one of the most... It's, it's mesmerising, yes. Absolutely joyous. It's the closest thing a mammal has to like get what well, a bat, I suppose. But you know what I mean? It just flies. It's just phenomenal. it's it's great. It's but yeah, they're um, not cute. They're not cute like a little teddy bear. No, no. So that's why he walks. Strong, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you like you like he walks because they're little teddy bears. Now I have a suspicion that uh, the walk was designed to sell toys. No, I don't think that's possible. No, no, no. That cynicism at its worst. You know what I watched the other day? What's that? Well, I'm telling you, I'm getting rid of all the shit first. Mm -hmm. I watched the latest Star Wars film. (gasps) Oh, now, my partner just watched it last night, and she sent me a text, and it said, you cunt, why didn't you tell me? I know. Yeah. Oh, my fucking shitting lord. It's not good, is it? Harrison Ford shows up. No spoilers, but fucking hell. Harrison Ford shows up. Yeah. As they can all fly. They're gods now. They can... Oh, my... The poor lassie who's the main star, she does this determined face. Oh. She does that determined face 40 times. You know what? See that that Daisy Ridley? I liked the character of Ray in the first one. And that yeah. poor girl has been let down by terrible films. She could have had the most perfect role. Oh, I... There's characters in it you don't fucking uh, care about who are doing stuff pointlessly. There's a, there's a few. Richard E. Grant's always fantastic. Do you know what filled my heart full of warmth and glowingness? What? Billy D. Williams was just happy to be working. Billy D. Williams looks like he just put down one of those tall boys a hooch and he walked <laughs> yeah. up He didn't do much. He did dead but he was smiling and he was happy. He was happy. Yeah. He was, he was like he was out of the retirement home for the day. Having a great but time. No, that, that did make me happy. He's got a nice payday for that little... Wonderful, yeah. I hated the fact fucking Dennis Law appeared. Is it Dennis Law? Dennis Law, the world's... Now, this is not me saying this. I've heard people say this. It's not me. Uh-huh. But they say he's the world's biggest cunt. He... <laughs> I would never say that. He wrote, I would. He's you and McGregor's uncle. Yeah. McGregor's a cunt. He wrote, he wrote a book. Dennis Law wrote a book. And he was promoting it. It was like an autobiography. And they asked him questions about it. And he says, oh no, this isn't a book about acting. This is about this is a book about the craft of acting. Oh. They're like, what? 
He says, no, this isn't chit-chat about film. <laughs> this is about us. The craft. Oh. Go and be a joiner, you prick. Well. It was a weird committee run it's a, thing. It, nothing makes sense. Nothing in it no. makes sense. It's a throw together. Poor Carrie Fisher. Yeah. With her, her wobbly like head on a body, it oh, didn't fit. It I was can't terrible. I enough how much I, I fancy Carrie Fisher as a child. Really? People of our generation just love Carrie Fisher. And in real life, she was even better. She was wonderful. She was like sparky. She was really sharp. She was talented. She was vicious with. Oh, I loved her. Yeah, she was so and good. I fucking reincarnated her digital ghoul. <laughs> fuck all to do. It's an insult. I despise it's it. really bad, yeah. It's awful. Remember when they did that uh, Audrey Hepburn that had her alive in some fucking chocolate advert? Chocolate advert. Yes. Oh, it's disgusting. awful. It's disgusting. awful. The we thing is, are... what was the film that. Uh, uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she uh -huh. played a role, and it was just before all this started. Uh, of of resurrecting people, and yeah. she in the film sold her likeness, and then she was in all oh, these wow. films that she hated, and it just uh, oh. Robin Wright, Robin Wright, I think it was. Did she? Yeah, and what it was a that was the story. She sold her rights to her image, and and then it was just so, and that was just a couple of years before it actually started happening. And I think it was Scarlett right. Johansson was watching right. a film and went, "Wait, I didn't do that scene." And then oh. she was able to get paid for it. And then all the actors from now, now on do these uh, much better um, uh, contracts yeah. with the, yeah. Oh, they could just, but you, we've discussed the deep fake stuff before. Yeah, it's scary. Any old shit. Exactly, and it's the, quite frightening. In current, yeah, in the current climate, nobody's got time to check. That's it. What do you, what's real anymore? Um, am I, I'm, I might be a deep fake right now. Well, when you start to think about your own reality, I, I would advise you not to. Yes, avoid Cause it, because... You can't even be sure that you exist. You're like, well, I'm thinking. Well, are you thinking? You don't know. We don't it's, know. It's oh, very difficult to prove. I, I think, therefore, I am. Not necessarily. Not ne yeah, now we know more with quantum yeah. physics or the yeah. simulated universe. Well, that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean it. Oh, scary, man. Listen... Listen, let's not let people are listening to this to be entertained and have a bit of a bit of fun. We don't yeah. want to have like uh, schizoid breaks in their heads while we're you're doing this. So, no. what we're going to do uh -huh. is make people feel good, right? Yes. And here's how we're going to do it. Right. We're going to look at the situation we're in and the positives. Uh -huh. Now, here's my uh -huh. positives. Here's what's happening. I'm because I'm in for twelve weeks. I've got to find a routine. So I'm, I'm, the first thing I was going to do is get up early, right? Do you like to lie in your bed? Are you a lazy person? No, but I'm a bit scared that I'm going to start doing that because I'm getting up. There's nothing. I can't go to work. I can't do anything. I, well, I, I do want me to give you a phone call every morning because I, I wake up at half six and I'm out of my bed at seven o'clock every morning. Uh, well, that's exactly the time I'm up, so that's fine. I was we up this morning. It's true. So we should be making the most of every moment. Yeah. So I agree. So one, get, get up, up early. early. Rule number two: exercise. Yes. So I'm working out every morning uh -huh. and every night. I'm exercising. 
Okay. Right. Watching one of those Jane Fonda exercise videos. That's just before I go to sleep. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But you know, I'm exercising and I'm I'm doing Uh forty five minutes in the morning, forty five minutes at night. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm not gonna stick with that. (laughs) (laughs) And during Uh the day, I'm lucky enough to have a garden. I'm going out in the garden, getting sunlight on you. This is another thing. Get the sunlight on you. Get to the window if you don't have a garden and get sunlight on you. Get sunlight on you. Get. I, I, I had all the front and back windows of the house open, and I let a nice through draft Fresh air, absolutely. Like this is great. This is actually good advice. This is good. Yeah, good advice. I have a a curling stone. Okay. And I've been. I do lift that. I don't have weights in the house because I'd be ashamed of myself. But I have a curling stone, and I like to do some different some reps. Reps. A curling stone is rather fucking heavy. Well, it's heavy. I can do a hundred in both arms. Jesus Christ, you've got that yeah. sort of... I can't yeah. say the word, but it's a particular kind of strength. I'm yeah. not... Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say maniac the word. Strength. Okay, yeah. maniac strength, that's it. That's it, that's <laughs> what you have. Okay, so there's... That's the start. Right, now I'm doing a little... Exercise, just getting yeah. the blood flowing. Exactly, and I'm working. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of work I can do from home, so I'm doing that, but what I'm not doing is sitting for eight hours doing it. I'm going to do an don't hour of work. TV. Don't no, watch don't watch that. Don't, don't watch Doctors or anything with Judge Rimmer in it. Rimmer, <laughs> Rimmer Rimmer's good. Rimmer, yeah. Go on. Uh, 12 weeks. Imagine what you could do in 12 weeks. This is it. This you is know, I've got plans. If, you, if anybody out there has wanted to write a novel or a play, fucking do it. Fucking do it. Do it. Get that. If you wrote a thousand words a day, 12 oh weeks. Oh my God. Hell. That's 14,000 words. Mem- write your memoirs. <laughs> Don't just sit posting stuff on Twitter. Visit, do a bit of Twitter, tweeting if you want. But fucking write a book, write a novel. This is fucking a great short stories. Great plan. Get the mind working. The, the mind, the mind is a, a fascinating tool. It's a fascinating, incredible implement. Just get something creative going. Well, I've been planning to do another uh, small business um, yes. for a while, and it's it's just creating digital files of a particular kind. I'm doing it. I've not had the time to do it. And now, no, no. Um, I wanted to start off with 10 files and get them going. I'm on 40. And that's what I'm doing. It's um, like puppetry of the penis or something. You know I auditioned for them. You did, yeah. They <laughs> said you plenty of skin, but not enough support structure. They thought I was a lady. <laughs> you do the Sydney Opera House, you're like, well... <laughs> I, could, I could do an Anderson shelter. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I actually invented the Anderson. It's where you press your uh, knuckles through. It doesn't matter. The point is. Right, okay. Okay. So there's, there's, this is really positive. So go on oh, YouTube and watch yeah. documentaries. Get your mind active because you, yeah, yeah. it will creep up on you. You'll start becoming sedentary. Your mind won't work. We need yeah. to work, right? I've got a Rubik's cube there. You know I can do a Rubik's cube, right? I've never as much as handled a Rubik's Cube in my entire life. In three months, when we meet up again, romantically, and run into each other's arms, I'm bringing a Rubik's Cube. I know. You remember there was the round ones? Yes. I have a collection of several, actually. I've got... I I do like them. Could I... Between the gaps, there's probably some matter stuck behind all the little cubes. Could I give it a good spin? I would say there's a lot of matter. I would... Yeah. I would like sheep dip it. Your keyboard, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Here's another thing I done I done just this morning. I got the Hoover on the keyboard, cleaned it out and give it a, a good proper clean wash. 
Right. How about that? Um, and there's, there's the next thing. People are saying, oh, I want to tidy my house and do it. Right. It's 12 weeks, dudes. Here's what to do. Choose a corner of the room and clean it in a way it's never been done before and tidy it and organise like, sections of the room at like, a time. Do you mean like a, a square inch? Not a square inch, maybe a little bit. Okay, right. divide your room into four, into quarters, right. mm -hmm. and do it like that. So your living room, do, do the TV side and get it done in a way it's never been cleaned and do that every day so you, you've got something to do every day. So well, you they're, they're one at a time. They've stopped in the, the food bin. Yeah, yeah. That's been stopped. So I'm thinking about building a trebuchet in the front garden, hiring <laughs> the sacks across the way oh, into the backies. I think that is a wonderful idea. A trebuchet. It can't be that difficult. With your knicker elastics, Christ, it would hit six miles away. My, my underpants, I had to do a, a, a sock take of my, my pants and socks the other day, and most of my most of my pants are like 90% holes. Oh, Dude. I grew to bed the other day, and the elastic had come loose from the the main part of the the pant. So they're in two. So the elastic was up at my armpits, and the the pants were down at my ankle. I, I, I listen. I've got to stay in. I don't need to get ill. I don't need to hear this. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, man. So exercise. Exercise. Creativity. Another thing people <clears throat> could do. Yeah. If you. If you've got, if you've had some issues with family or friends, mm -hmm. fucking phone them up and get it dealt with. Just say, look, guys, water under the bridge. Let's fucking forget all that shit. How can I help? Do that. Do you reckon? Roads with people. Mate, uh, don't have any enemies. You're asking a lot of me. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hate everyone. I'm like, <laughs> fucking. I mean. Phone, phone. If you've got, if your mum and dad, give them a fucking phone. Give all your family a phone. Get a routine. Don't say we'll phone you at a certain time every day because too much habit can be a wee bit weird. Yeah. Just phone them when you, if you're out in the garden and you see a bub doing something nice. Give them, a, give your mum and dad a phone and say, God, I saw a blue tit there. That was wonderful. <laughs> you're getting all sentimental. Now I'll take the other side of this, right? Give them a phone. Give uh, them a phone. I haven't yeah. seen my family um, in 25 years. Uh, the the most recent, some of them since I've been about maybe 11, I haven't uh -huh. seen my brother and sister in 20 years. So I would uh -huh. say in some circumstances, fuck it. <laughs> right? Just look after I yourself. I suspect <laughs> they're not going to maybe reach out to you either. So. That's a good, I never thought, that's a good point. Yeah. They, so yeah. there's not a problem. There's not a problem. And another thing, give, maybe give your mum and dad a break. Because my mum and dad can... Parents can be, there's a generational gap. You can be a bit hard on them. Just just give everybody a fucking break. That's good advice. That's good. Give everyone a break. Yeah. Don't think, your mum and dad, they can, can, people can, I mean, just everybody, everybody gets a bit of a pass for a little while. Unless your mum and dad have bought themselves a hot tub and they're inviting the neighbours round for orgies. Can I mean, don't accept that. Don't accept that. <laughs> else. Can you see the difference in us? You're a bit more sentimental, and that's because you're an artist. Oh, and I, I, I work with a hammer. You can see the difference. No, no. The first day at art school, <clears throat> if I told you I went to art school, they get you all together. They say, guys, <laughs> the most important thing about art is love for your fellow man. So let's all hug. No. 
That's week one. No, you're lying. See, oh, Jesus. In the morning to half five at night, it's hugging, it's expressing yourself through your physicality. It's wonderful. And I, those are le- that's the number one lesson I And this, this is when you were learning to use a paintbrush. Yeah, my oh, not good. Are the normal people. We like to call non-artists. That's because of the norms. drinking. We call them norms. Your norms. Are we norms? You, oh. you just don't have your, you don't have our emotional depth. You just don't. You don't. It's not your fault. It's is, not your fault. Is guys. this all the things that you say to justify your bullshit degree? <laughs> <laughs> It's glorious. It's blue. I'm looking out in the garden and the buds, the buds don't care what's going on. They don't know. The the, the plants are all budding. They have their own avian flu. It'll it'll carry on. We'll look back in this period, like we look back in all periods. There's been periods in life where it's been a rough time for the world and everybody's like, oh, we'll never get through this. We actually will and we'll look back. And you hope each time like this people fucking learn something. Now, I know people are going to be confronted with tragedy at a time like this. Yes. But the majority won't. And I yes. do believe when this is all over, people look back on this and go, God, I loved that time. Yes. Well, we're in the house. We didn't have any like concerns yes. like bills and that because apparently that's all the way to stop. And we just got all, oh, I think there's going to be that. Um, yeah, there's going to be some... Sadly, I know a few people who've like lost their jobs. Yes, yes. They've just been... There was a horrible story just now that some, I think it was Harvey Moore, a hotel's closed. So not only is it closed, the staff have got on-site accommodation and they've been made homeless as well. Oh, Jesus, man. Jesus. Can't we mean? That's, that's really unnecessary. But at the same time, there's a guy down in England, I think he's a guy that has chalets for hotels. Right. And he's offering them up to homeless people. Wonderful. There'll be a reckoning. People should do nice things because the fuckers who exploit this period of time and treat people like shit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. will never recover from this. Yep. you got to do the right thing. See, we'll put a name out there. Richard Branson. Okay. No amount of balloon exploits is going to save his reputation after this fandango. You know what I'm saying? It's... So, so yeah. people should... If you want to have a legacy, this is a good period of time to improve your legacy by being fucking nice to people. Just be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Wash your hands. That's a, kind of, that's a bit of a trite thing that's been going around social media. Be nice. And, no, I don't believe in that, but I believe genuine niceness. Exactly. I don't true. believe kindness is a weakness. No, I no, don't believe that. And you, could be ve- you could be very selfish and be kind. I, I agree, yeah. It's reciprocal. So if you're nice to someone, people are nice back to you. So mm-hmm. even the arseholes out there, the pieces of shit... Be nice, it'll benefit you. It sounds a wonderful idea. This, see, this is positive. This is what we need. We need to uh, uh, motivate people to feel good when they're locked in and yeah. get up, get exercising, dudes. And even if that exercising is just walking around in a circle, screaming at the roof, do it. There's, there's a, I believe the, the Britain's longest-serving prisoner is a guy called Charles Bronson. Okay. And he wrote a book, How to Keep Yourself Extraordinarily Fit in Like a Tiny Cell. He was in solitary confinement for like 20 years. Okay. And he 
kept himself in tip-top physical condition. So if you're stuck in one fucking room, you can keep yourself fit. Exactly. But, but I've, to, got a, to, I've got a problem because when I'm bored, I fucking eat. Oh, you got to watch that one. We've all so got to ration at the moment. Gotta We've got to be careful. But here's the other yeah. thing. It's great advice, giving that out to people, but you shouldn't always take your exercise advice from an imprisoned psychopath. It's, uh, I, no, I don't think he was a psychopath. He was okay. a, just a very poor criminal. He changed his name to Charles Bronson. It's not a great joke. I would have chose Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon? I feel it's more threatening. Kevin Bacon, yeah. Bacon was quite sinewy. Well, I think it was the Kevin. I think a Kevin sounds more dangerous. More like, Ke ladies, Kevin, watch out. Kevin, Kevin's knife-like, isn't it? Kevin. Kevin. It's sharp. Same could help. Kevin's sharp. Yeah. Derek's away to Kevin. kill you. You're like, no, nah, he's just going to get mad. He's, he shouts. He shouts. Yeah, the Derek shout. Exactly. But Kevin. Oh, Kevin, I'll murder you. Exactly. That's, see, that's what I'd go for. Kevin Bacon. walking away, there's a disagreement. Two people are fighting. It's all sorted. The participants walk away and a Kevin comes up and stabs the person in the back. Kevin would be lithe. He'd be fast. Yeah, yeah, that's it. See, it, it makes sense. Kevin Bacon. And then people would say to me, yeah? There's a lot of traffic in my street. It's really strange. Yeah, people are going about. Oh, silly. Monday. I get the Monday is going to be... Monday's going to be a shutdown, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I just hope the TV... It's wall-to-wall -wall stuff. Uh, I, I kind of wish they would... They, they don't need the rolling news for this, I don't think. I think they need each day one concise piece of information about what's happening. That's right, yeah, absolutely. You wake up in the morning and they've taken everything off of the TV. And I, I think some people who are maybe prone to anxiety, it just kind of builds It's up not them. helping. The panic is going to cause more problems than this yeah. illness. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah, yeah. Craziness. We'll keep going, man. We'll keep yeah, going. We're here for you. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, Fuck it. So let's let's offer if people want to particular chat about some subject, they can get in contact with us. Why don't we? If and something, yeah. Oh, get us on Twitter. Get us on Twitter. Give us your guys. problems. Yes. And we will problems. answer them. We will things. fix your problems. We a could problem, fix everything. A problem shared is a problem halved. I've always found a problem shared is a problem doubled. I'm a, I'm a worrier. You've come, to me, you've come to me with some of your problems, and I don't think my solutions have, have helped you. No, no, the bleeding's continued. No. And on that note... Right, guys. Everyone, wash your hands, stay safe, have fun. Okay, I'm playing it for this time. And then, as you're washing your hands, just think of our voices in your ears. Telling you, get the knuckles... Always the knuckle under the nails. Oh, you gotta get the stuff out under the the. Don't know. Go on. You're not a doctor, are you? <laughs> I. I. Wait. Here you go. And dry your hands. Okay, dudes. Laters.